This podcast is not canon. It is not endorsed by Lucasfilm, The Story Group, Disney, Delray, Fantasy Flight, West End Games, or anyone else with actual stakes in Star Wars. Again, this podcast is not canon. Welcome to Of Dice and Droids, a Star Wars tabletop podcast brought to you by the Tashi Station Network. Join Brian, Nancy, Rocky, Sho, Saf, Jay, and Game Master Tom in their original campaign, The End of All Things. Episode 5, Living on a Prayer, begins now. and droids we are back with the rebel team and we're just going to do some quick around the horns real quick uh nancy who are you playing i am playing dia baron and rocky i am playing kiara lex and i am playing uh, lieutenant lane zorvin and uh let's hand it over to game master tom hey everybody all right um, so we're going to get going here in just a second, but before we do, um, I'm going to uh, kind of do what we we normally do, which is have you, uh, the illustrious team members, uh, tell me, the GM, where we kind of left things off. So Nancy, we'll start with you. Um, tell me something about sort of what was the last thing that the Rebel team was up to uh, when we last played. Uh, we were attempting to escape the rancor pit of Jabba's palace uh, and we had uh, just started a brawl to try to get attention from the palace up above and some people sent down ropes to the room and then okay. that was and, um, the last time. Rocky, why exactly were you in Jabba's <laughs> palace in the rancor pit to begin with? Uh, you know, in the short, short version. Well, the ultra short version is we make very bad life choices, but mostly, well, we went looking for some technology and we we didn't go about it in the best of ways, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, we might have blown up a cantina in the process. We? Uh, I would like to take credit for that. <laughs> Well, it was everyone's fault in the end. That's true. <laughs> I love that your character is becoming a pyro as this goes on. Not a pyro. She just gets stuff done. That's one way to do it. And... <laughs> Look, we've only blown up one cantina so far. I know. We need to get moving. And Brian, can you tell me broadly, what is the whole point of your mission? What is your broad mission at the moment? So we have been sent to somehow acquire, through any means necessary, some speeder bike technology from the huts. Cool. All right. And who sent you? Uh, we were sent by uh, one Wedge Antilles of the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. 
Sounds good. All right, so we'll get back into the game. Uh, so you guys were in the middle of your little brawl uh, on the, the floor of the Rancor pit, and uh, you're kind of, you know, pushing and shoving. Most people, you're, I mean, actually, you're all more or less pulling your punches. You know, you are definitely kind of shoving and pushing each other, but um, nobody except for Malakili, who was uh, briefly <laughs> a little enraged when uh, Lane started to get punched. Uh, no one's really trying to actively injure anyone else. Um, so the ropes descend from the uh, ceiling and there are uh, uh, there are five uh, five ropes I believe I said it was five or seven there whatever it's now five uh, special edition uh, and three Grimorian guards drop down from the ceiling along with uh, two uh, Twi'elix um, male Twi'elix in case it matters um they drop to the floor, and quite immediately, the two of the Gamorian guards go and begin to subdue Malakili and drag him back towards the ropes, while uh, the two Twi'lex and the other Gamorian guard head towards the like center of the throng and start just shoving people away from each other to try and get distance between all of you. And w the one Gamorian guard actually wraps his arms around uh, Trey and starts to drag her back towards the the other two, the other, the Twi'leks continue to just be like, they're trying to like shove people away from each other, break people up, but they're not really trying to actively um, corral anyone. Okay. So we got to go now. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, do I see any stones about fist size I can just hold and use as a bludgeon um i mean the, yeah there are rocks and things around you in your immediate area things that are you know there might about be the size of like there. a you know uh out of universe term tennis ball um uh, things like that uh yeah there's some stuff like that um i believe uh kira you are actually still manacled um oh yeah Yes, you are still manacled, so um, you will have a hard time throwing anything if you're intent. I thought to throw I was things. the one who was manacled. Oh wait, let me check my notes here. Because I was—I know one of us. I was yeah, the problem. No, sorry. Yes, it's it's Dia who is manacled. All right. <laughs> oh, better her than me. So yes, <laughs> wait Dia, a minute. You are Never manacled, mind. so you will—you know—you will have some some difficulty depending on whatever actions that you would make to take. climbing hard. <laughs> Just a tad. Hmm. Um, let's see. All right, what do you guys do? <laughs> My melee is pretty good. Okay, uh, these two Twi'lek guards, are they separated at all? Or how much space distance uh, is between them? I mean, they're they're dragging Malakili, so the, think of two people just dragging another person. They're pretty close together. You know, they're, they're going to be more or less sh almost shoulder to shoulder, given how big Gamorreans tend to be. Okay, uh, how about the Twi'leks? And then the one... Uh, the two Twi'leks are, you know, they've kind of spread themselves out a little bit um, because they're just trying to, like, pull people away from each other or, like, push people away. It also looks like they're trying to, like, clear a path so that the Gamorian dragging Trey and the Gamorians dragging uh, Malakili can get back to the ropes uh, unmolested. Okay, I'm picking one of those stones up. Okay. And, oh, I'm going to regret this so much. <laughs> Does one of the Twi'leks have their back turned to me? Yes. 
I'm charging that one, and I'm just clubbing him on the head with it. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Why? All right. Are you trying uh, to save Lane. your friend? Is going to try to improvise. <laughs> used improvised melee, um, since he is. He, he doesn't. Using he doesn't see me, so I feel like I have an advantage here. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So let's build us up a dice pool. You are going to be facing off against uh, one purple die. So we'll, we'll build the other side of the pool first. So one purple die, and then your dice pool is going to be two green dice uh, because your melee skill is pretty. You're, you know, you're. Lane's not really known for his brawling ability, um, but he's gotten into his fair share of canteen scrapes. I'm scrappy, damn it. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> and then, in addition to that, we'll say that because this particular Twi'lek does not have his attention on you, that we are going to add um, one light blue die, a boost die. Okay. All right. And when you are ready, sir, please roll the dice. Force help me. One success. Well, one success. Okay, so Lane um, goes running over and plops the Twi'lek on the back of the head. And let's see, you do very little damage. Um, <laughs> sorry. Was that Nancy laughing there? Yeah, that was that was Nancy <laughs> laughing at me. All right, so you come running up and smack him in the back of the head, and he kind of the Twi'lek stumbles forward a little bit uh, by the force of it, and his hand very quickly goes to the top of his head, kind of shielding it. But he whirls around quickly uh, and kicks out at you with his foot, trying to knock you backwards. Um, and let's see here. Ah, he uh, he goes to kick you out and or kick you, but uh, in the kind of tumult of the, the the amount of people that are down there, kind of nearby he ends up tripping over somebody and he falls to the ground um and doesn't isn't able to actually hit you hmm. meanwhile the two gamorian guards who are dragged or the, the gamorian who is dragging trey has actually reached the ropes and is tying her like lashing her to one of the ropes question you're muted answer I, oh, wait, I'm listening to the wrong <laughs> uh, Question out of universe. Trey is the person we were arguing with, correct? Yes, Trey oh. is the woman who represents the Carthac group, which right. was the, the group that kind of started the whole uh, melee in the cantina during the auction. She was the one who sort of jumped up on the table, accused the huts of some sort of thievery, and um, started blasting everyone. And she is the one that you guys have kind of been talking to down okay. here. And she's, she seems, um, a, she's continually said to, to each of you, she's incredibly adamant that you guys all get out of here now. Right. And that there is some serious level of urgency in terms of you guys getting out of here and reacquiring the, um, the stolen merchandise. Okay. 
All right. Um, she's particularly earnest about it. I'm caught up now. Okay. <laughs> so I believe that was my turn. Yes. I, I don't think I have anything else I can do there. Um... So the, are the ropes still there? Oh yeah, the the ropes they all came down are they there? The like I said, the one Twi'lek has kind of or Gamorian has started to and almost finished tying a tray to one of the ropes. Um, well, we just figured out how to get back out of here. Yeah. Well, so we need so you got you two guys can climb up the ropes. I mm-hmm. need someone to help me up, so I need someone to tie me to the ropes and bring me up with them. <laughs> well, yeah, we can do the tying, though somebody probably stronger than Kiara should do the yeah. lifting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait. I think Malakili should do the lifting. Malakili's a little indisposed. indisposed right? um, we can't leave him there. We gotta help Malakili. <laughs> you promised. I, you I, promised, I, I promised to bring him to um, death. The, the two ga- Gamorians with Malakili, as you all kind of stand around and try to figure out what to do, have reached the ropes and are actually given Malakili's kind of size and relative girth. It looks like they're lashing him to two different ropes. Okay. Uh, all right. So why don't we just storm the ropes yeah. and attach ourselves to them? Yeah. And the one Gamorian finish with, tr- finishes with Trey, and he kind of tugs on that rope, and you can actually see it's starting to go taut, and she's struggling a bit, because she's now just kind of like standing there tied up in the rope, uh, but she's starting to kind of swing along the, wrong, along the ground as the rope very slowly looks like it's starting to lift her off the ground. Um, and she's yelling for people to come help her. She's yelling for, you guys hear her yell out the name uh, Silas, and she yells out Pretha. Uh, and you see all sorts there are other people down here and a bunch of them some of them are trying to move towards the ropes others are still just brawling with each other some of them are trying to just kind of like hide in the corners it's kind of relative chaos there's probably about half a dozen other people okay yeah if so there's two ropes that are not occupied right now correct Yes. Okay, so then you two need to get up there somehow. And... All right. So I'm and close then... enough to Dia that I can just grab her and run for the yeah. ropes, right? And call for Lane on the way? Sure. All righty, then that's what I'm doing. Okay, so you're running for the ropes. You call yep. out for Lane to follow. Um, yep. All right. Uh, Trey is probably now two feet off the ground as she's like uh, still kind of swinging there. She's still sort of struggling, so it, it, the rope's definitely moving pretty slow because um, all of her struggling makes pulling it up even a little bit harder. To, and you have no idea what sort of mechanism is, you know, up there pulling up the ropes. Uh, Malakili looks like he's unconscious. Uh, he's not really moving too much. It looks like they like knocked him out or whatever. No, um, he's just sort of laying on the ground, and they have ropes tied to his legs and another rope uh, tied to his arms, and they're trying to like get the knots fastened. And it looks like they're going to probably lift him up out of the uh, floor as well. Well, since they're distracted, that's a good opportunity for us to escape. So I grab the edge of one of the ropes. And tell everyone else, here, this is our way out. Let's go. 
Real quick, did this Twi'lek I just bludgeon and fall over, did he drop anything? No, he did not. Um, and he, no, he did not. Um, the other Twi'lek is still kind of pushing people around and everything. He doesn't seem to have noticed um, either what you did or in the tumult, like you guys running for the rope. However, the Gamorian guard, who happens to be standing right next to the ropes, has noticed you and reaches out to grab at Kira. All right. Um, I don't have any gear, right? No, you guys, none of you have any gear. You have all been um, stripped of your various weapons and, and other items, at least for now. Um, okay, I slap his hand. You slap his hand. Okay. And I, I assume you're and, just trying to evade his grasp. And I help. And you help. Okay. <laughs> sure. This I have is a to thing. do. I have to do something. Yes, totally. Uh, where together. am I looking here? I'm looking in the wrong spot here. Okay. Oh, I've done sillier things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Dia, how are you going to help? What uh, sort of what uh, what skill or what what ability are you using? Can to I help? use those changed manacles in any way to help yeah. you? Yeah, can I? Uh, can I do a Leia? Pull a Leia? <laughs> <laughs> can I try to like? I just I just kind of want to distract them so I can so Kira can start climbing. So I like okay. so I guess I'll like try to get behind him and wrap the manacles around his neck and try to just I strangle uh, him. they're not really those kind of manacles. Oh, well, um, damn it. But we'll say that you <laughs> are just going to try to like shove into yeah. him and like hit him with the manacles and yeah. kind of push him just to kind of throw I him did that him. last so, time, so I'll do that this time again. So let's see. Actually, that that'll be that'll work. So, Rocky, you are going to be using, I guess, your agility. So you're gonna have a dice pool with three dice, and you're gonna have two green and one yellow in it. Uh, the yellow, courtesy of uh, your friend, and you are gonna be rolling against. One purple die and one red die. Two green, one yellow, one purple, one red. Yep. This is a rather large dice pool. Two green, one yellow, one purple, one red. Come on, dice. Work with me here. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. What we call a situation. Advantage and a failure. <laughs> How very interesting. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is an advantage, really. <laughs> Could I blow up? <laughs> no, you did not blow up. Um, so, hmm, this is kind of difficult to figure. No. All right. So, what we're actually going to say is because you just got a failure. Um, sans any because you got just a failure in terms of the actual check like you've just failed it um, you will have the opportunity to 
add a boost die to the next action taken by one of your allies. So in this case, this is a place going slightly out of game for a second. This is a place where the the rules allow for instead of having to figure out the potentially very confusing situation wherein you fail but a good thing happens, um, we can instead have it so the next time somebody else rolls, we can just add a blue boost die to their roll, which will give them an inherent advantage in whatever they're trying to do. Um, so we're going to do that. So you fail. Uh, Dia, your attempt doesn't really work. You um, you know, you were kind of successful at it last time, but a Gamorian guard is rather large and bulky, and you kind of underestimate his you know kind of strength and weight um and you only the only thing you actually help to do is push the gamorian into kira and the guard kind of bear hugs you and is <laughs> oh, kind of like God. holding you as uh this is terrible uh, as trey now raises five feet off the ground she's yelling and screaming but it seems to no avail and they've just pulled the ropes on uh malakili and his body is sort of starting to like move a bit about the ground as they're trying to trying to get the um, trying to get the ropes taut and also try to get the pacing correct so they can actually kind of they have to lift both ropes kind of simultaneously um, in order to try to get him up there. <laughs> and the two Gamorians who were tying him up are now kind of just standing guard. They see you near one of the ropes, so they're sort of just standing in front of Malakili, forming a barrier so that nobody can get to him. So whose turn is it now? I mean, you guys just sort of act um, as okay. needed. So um, I, well... Do you well, have anything? Well, I was going to say, since they're pulling up the other people, and I can't climb up, I can at least try to hold, like, grab onto one of the ropes and, like... Hope I can get up with them too. <laughs> so here's what I'm gonna do. Um, the Gamorian guard that was closest to you is a little distracted now, trying to keep Kira from doing th something. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sprint to that rope. I grab it with just this running volley, and I'm as I'm holding onto this rope. I'm swinging one direction, oh and then God. coming back. <laughs> And I am just going to try to plant my feet in this Gamorrean's face. Jesus. Okay. That's a plan. Um, before we get to that, Dia, are you actually trying to grab a rope as well? Yeah, because I want to try to get up with either Malakili or Trey. Probably Malakili would be easier. Right. Well, you can't. I mean, Trey is now five feet off the ground, okay. so you couldn't reach her rope anyway. Okay, so... Um, in order to get to the ropes, are you trying to get to one of the ropes that Malakili is tied to? Yeah. Since they're... All right, there are two Gamorian guards standing oh, between you and those ropes. Then I can't do that. There should be another open rope, though. Yeah. No, yeah. There is one other open rope, because there were... The problem is uh, I can't... There are five ropes, so one of the ropes, uh, Lane is going to try to, you know... Uh, is going to try to swing around uh, like Tarzan on, and the other well, rope is just there. <laughs> All right, well, I go one of, to one of the ropes, and I'm just going to go and tug on it and okay. see what happens, because it, that seems to be the cue to lift people up, so that's what I'm going to do. Well, I'd kind of like to okay. grab the rope as well, because I don't yeah. want to get left of this pit. You could, yeah, 
You come with uh, me. At the moment, you are being oh, indisposed, I believe. Yeah, so that's right. You wow, do crap. not have the ability, really, to grab anything. Um, that's a slight problem. Uh, so let, we'll take care of Dia first. So Dia, you go over, grab one of the ropes, and hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And you actually start to feel it going taut, as okay. if somebody is pulling all the slack out of it. Um, but it, And it starts to kind of swing a bit more, and you actually can feel it you know, as if someone's starting to pull the rope up, it's very slow. Um, and you are going to have to try to hold your grip. So going to need you to make a, this is going to be, I'm going to give you a choice. Would you rather have more dice or would you rather have, um, would you rather have more dice or would you rather have upgraded dice? This seems like a trap. It does. It's always a trap. Uh, uh, upgraded dice. Um, so you are going to roll uh, a green and a yellow. Okay. Against, uh, w- at the moment, one purple die. Because you are just basically trying to hold on to a rope when you're still planning on the ground. Which is still pretty easy to do, um, even when you're manacled. Okay. So one yellow, one green, and one purple. All right. And this is just to hold on to the rope as it starts to like go taut and sway back and forth. All right. Here I go. All right. Oh, success. Yeah. So you not only do you hang on to the rope, but you actually are able to um, you kind of instinctively wrap one leg around it, trying to give yourself just a bit more, um, you know, a bit more of a tight grasp on it. Okay. And you are kind of only inches off the ground but you're starting to like sway pretty wildly back and forth and you're just kind of like holding on for all you have okay uh in the meantime uh uh and lane will get to you just a moment uh in the meantime dia as this you are kind of swinging around you get a pretty good view of what's going on in the room and you see um a you see two people, uh, a, a woman who's got uh, this uh, very uh, vibrant sort of blue skin uh, that is m- marked by all sorts of A, scratches and scars, and B, all sorts of kind of very faint uh, like tattoos and etchings. And she's wearing a um, kind of wrap over one of her eyes. Um, you see her and a pretty dark-skinned, um, not not very dark-skinned, I would say, um, like, a, I guess, coppery-skinned uh, individual, um, both run at one of the Twi'leks, and the uh, blue woman kind of goes high and, like, elbows him in the head, while the... Uh, the the gentleman kind of slides under and like kicks his legs out from under him at the same time okay. and that twilik just drops to the ground unconscious okay uh, and you take hmm. particularly note of the rather impressive uh, feat of teamwork all right Eli, <laughs> uh, like lane us. uh what's so funny <laughs> nothing nothing at all oh. well he hasn't rolled yet so. <laughs> it's about to get funny so Lane is going to take a running jump and grab the rope and then try to kick the Gamorian. So Lane, you are going to have a number of... You are actually going to have a number of interesting... Your dice pool is going to be interesting here. You are going to have two green dice. 
you are going to have two blue dice. One is going to be the boost die that Rocky earned you on her last roll. Mm-hmm. The second is you are going to get a um, you are going to get a boost die because the Gamorian, in trying to hold Rocky, really doesn't have kind of is has a reduced level of ability to avoid you. Um, so you are going to get two green dice, two blue powdered blue dice, and you're going to be versus two purple dice. Oh boy, this is going to be interesting. Survey says. Oh, yeah. yeah. Success right. and advantage. Um, so you come flying in with your uh, best kick and smack the Gamorian on the side of the head and it catches him completely off guard and off balance and he goes tumbling over um letting go of kira as he does who kind of like spins away from him Um, and you are actually still holding on to the rope and just kind of like swinging around uh, as the gamorian is uh looking around trying to figure out what exactly happened to him (laughs) Uh, meanwhile trey has now is now about 20 feet off the ground. She's actually now closer to the top of the, uh, you know, to the ceiling than she is to the floor. And Malakili is probably about uh, a good five feet off the ground. Well, I would like to grab a rope or grab one of one of my companions who's close enough to the ground because I don't want to be stuck in the pit. Um, so Lane is on the ground and uh, Dia is basically like a couple inches off the ground. So either one of them, you could grab onto either them or the rope with them. <laughs> if that Gamorian has a blaster, grab it and then run here. <laughs> well, I'm going to grab that rope. <laughs> okay. Um, so you go to grab, which rope do you want to grab? Lane or uh, Dia's? Um, I'll grab Diaz because I think I'm closest. Okay, so you go to grab Diaz rope. All right. Um, so you are able to grab it. I need you to make um, because the rope is starting to move and starting to come off the ground. I need you to make a. Uh, you know what? Actually, same question as bef- as uh, I gave to Dia. Would you prefer more dice or would you prefer upgraded dice? Upgraded. Okay. Uh, one green and one yellow versus one purple. All right. Okay. Um, so you are able to grab onto it and hold onto it. The two of you are kind of now knocking into each other as you both hold onto the ropes uh, <laughs> as it's starting to come off the ground. You guys are, you can't feel the ground anymore with your feet. You're starting to be lifted up. Uh, Lane, your rope has not actually started to ascend. Uh, you're just kind of swinging around on it. Um, but meanwhile, the two people that Dia, you saw kind of take out one of the Twi'leks see you guys all on the ropes hanging and kind of flying upwards and they both start screaming out for you to like to to not leave them behind and to help everyone and that everyone's got to get out of here and you know they're just calling out for you guys not to just like abandon them okay damn it uh well right now we've got an important mission guys we're actually kind of here on a mission so 
We should probably get We're out of here first. We're on a mission first. two. You hear one of them call. One of them calls well, out to you like, "We're on a mission two. You're not the only one with a mission around here." Well, we can. I get this far off look in my eyes as if I'm thinking of something deeper and more and more meaningful. <laughs> hey, 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 you, you, don't ignore me. I can see you. Do not ignore me. <laughs> Lane, perspective. We can't help um, them if we're stuck in this pit. They need our help. We can help them when we're out of the pit. Yeah, it's going to be a lot easier for us to send the ropes down again after we've gotten out rather yeah. than risk putting too many people on the ropes and yeah. like have one of them break or something. How many people are up there? Uh, you don't know. We, <laughs> might, we might need more help. You know that there is probably, I mean, assuming machinery is not involved, you can surmise there is at least one person for each rope. Well, can but we just... Beyond that, no clue. Can we just yell at them to say, well, then... You need to come over. You need to get to the rope yourself. You come over here. You, you can come up with us. I mean, um, so the two the two people look at each other. Um, the woman turns and yells and says, "Bardwin, let's go. Stop messing around." And you see from near the back, uh, there's a male uh, Nikto um, who has several bandages along one of his arms. Uh, he was kind of like not cowering, but he was sort of like just hiding behind or hiding kind of in the corner as much as he could. He seemed like he was trying to avoid the fray and he peeks his head out for a moment and looks around, uh, sees the ropes and sees his two compatriots running for it. And he like takes off headed for you guys and headed for the ropes. Okay. Meanwhile, the two Gamorians who are standing guard have actually now moved and helped the third Gamorian kind of stand up and all three of them pull out blasters and take aim up at you and start firing. No! Oh. Well, that got complicated. Yell at... Um, so... I'm going to yell at the people coming over to say, Take them out! Hey, get those blasters! Yeah, deal they with those guys. They are actually only firing at uh, Kira and Dia because your rope is actually moving up. Lane, you are again still just kind of swinging around. They don't see you as the immediate threat given that you're still on the ground. Uh, so Dia and Kira, how are you going to try to avoid these blaster bolts? Actually, let's see if you even can. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh no. Oh, that's comforting. Uh, no, that's short range still. So we're going to have one of these and one of these. All right. So uh, one of the Gamorreans fires and uh, misses you guys entirely. The blaster bolt just kind of like harmlessly uh, phases out against the, the side of the cavern. Um, the other blaster bolt, though, uh, hits Dia like square in the shoulder. Ooh. And Dia, you are actually going to take um, you are going to take um, two strain. Mm. So you're going to suffer two strain. No. 
and you are going to have to make an immediate check to not fall off the rope. Oh, no. Damn it. Oh. Um, but Kira is on the rope with you, so I will allow her to assist you. Okay. Yes. So you need to roll two green dice and one yellow die against two purple dice. So repeat that. Two green dice? Two green dice. Okay. One yellow die. Okay. Against two purple dice. All right. Here we go. Four advantage uh, and one failure? <laughs> That's... <laughs> so you fall, you let go of the rope, uh, the like sudden and intense pain from the blaster bolt kind of hitting you, causes you to let go just mm -hmm. as Dia is, um, gra sorry, just as Kira is grabbing you and you end up now, you are just hanging and Kira is actually holding the manacle not even you. She's holding you by the manacles <laughs> and just kind of holding you up as the rope oh, continues God. to lift off the ground. You guys are now about five or six feet off the ground. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, uh, I kind of think you should probably grab on really tightly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm probably... I'm, I'm, and I'm busy so, yelling about yeah, this. Yeah, you're just kind of dangling there um, as Trey actually now breaks the uh, the top of the ceiling and she kind of disappears over the edge as the rope uh, and her disappear over the edge of the ceiling and the space. Uh, Malakili is probably only five feet behind her, so in the next like 30 seconds or so, he'll probably also breach the top of the, uh, the, the cavern. Um, so we have the two of you dangling precariously from this rope as it's rising. Lane, you are still swinging about, just still on ground level. Uh, the Gamorians are kind of firing up at you um, haphazardly. Um, the two Twi'leks are down and looking capacitated, and we have a couple of what appear to be Trey's associates are headed for the rope uh, and for Lane. Just to recap. Okay. Uh... So we got three Gamorrean guards who are shooting. Yes. Uh, and, and they're shooting at me, or are they shooting, still shooting at Dia? And... They're still just shooting at Dia and um, Kira, because, like I said, you're still on the ground, so they could still get to you if they needed to. They don't, I think they see their, the escapees as the more imminent threat. Okay, how far are those uh, incapacitated Twi'leks from me? How far are they? Yeah. Um... Not far, like you can get to them and do whatever you need to do within the you know within a, a maneuver. Okay, I'm gonna run over to the closest one and search them for a blaster. Okay, um, you run over to one of them and you do not find a blaster. Uh, you do find. Let's see. Seventeen percent. Okay. Um, you find a small vibro blade, hmm. like a you know, about the size of like a dagger. Well, I'm obviously I'm going to take the vibro blade. Um, okay. Uh, I can't 
can't take out three Gamorrean cards with a vibroblade. Not with Are that attitude. Sure? <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta buy them a little more time. I, I'm going to try knife throwing this vibroblade right at one of the guards. I'm going to regret this badly. Throw a vibroblade right at one of the guards. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's the reaction you want from a GM. Well, that's all right. Interesting. Uh, All right, so this is an improvised uh, throw, but you are doing okay. You are going to get, uh, I will actually let you, no, you are going to get three green dice versus only one purple die, given that a Gamorrean is rather large. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting the broadside of a barn. Okay, so three green to one purple. Yes, sir. Two success and an advantage. Oh, wow. Right. Man, you're rolling okay. good today. Don't yeah, let's it. hope. Yeah, let's hope he keeps it up. Let's hope he doesn't. Mm, For your sake okay. right now, you better hope I I know. You're my only hope. I can see. Okay. Um... So you toss your vibro, it's actually more of a, right. yeah, a vibro knife, at one of the Gamorians, and ooh, very nice. Um, and it sticks right into the uh, Gamorian's shoulder um, and knocks him backwards uh, and causes that one to drop his blaster. Um, and he actually goes down to like one knee as he's trying to dig the knife out of his shoulder, but it's kind of stuck in there. I can't believe that even marginally worked. And one of the other Gamorreans turns his blaster and takes a shot right at you, Lane. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you called down the thunder. Hey, that means only one guard is shooting at you two now. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's better than before. And I, I, I maxed out on movement at this point, right? Uh, yes. Um, so that one guard uh, fires at you and misses. He actually hits the body of the Twi'lek, uh, who's lying unconscious and may actually now be dead uh, near you. Um, Yes. Okay, so that's a miss there. Uh, Only one was firing at me? Only one of them. Uh, but he, that one guard is now pretty, uh, focused on you and he actually like takes a couple steps forward as if he, he's trying to sort of improve his position to maybe take more shots. I'm gesturing wildly at Trey's associates to deal with them. 
Okay. Um, so Malakili now, um, uh, Kira and Dia, you guys actually now see Malakili's body kind of reach the top of the cavern, and you notice at least two pairs of hands um, kind of reach over and grab him, like as he, you know, breaches the top and kind of pull him over the uh, the precipice. Um, I need both Dia and Kira to make checks to try to continue to hang on to the rope, um, uh -oh. because you guys are just dangling, you know, you're just, free, you're just dangling in midair. There's, there's nothing keeping you up there except your own arm strength. Um, so Kira, you are going to make a three green dice one black die, one blue die. Jeez. <laughs> and two purple die. Oh. Roll. I think you're trying to kill so me, but okay. You have, so you kind of have an advantage. Um, you have advantage from your from your previous roll. Um, you get your normal sort of attempt to stay on the rope, but you also kind of have a setback because you are also just literally holding Dia up. You're, okay. you're the only thing holding her up. So that is putting extra strain on you, which obviously would make it harder for you to maintain your grip. All righty, here it goes. I have a bad feeling about this. That could have gone worse. That could have gone much worse. <laughs> Two success and a threat. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, so you are able to still hold on to the... Uh, you're able to still hold on to the rope without too much problem. You kind of wrap your... Um, you actually wrap your arm kind of around the rope. The one hand that's holding on to it since the other one's holding on to Dia you kind of wrap your arm around it to kind of anchor yourself. Um, however, that A slows your ascent a little bit because it's causing the rope to um, not quite be as taut and kind of catch a bit. And it's also like starting to rub the rope very roughly against your arm and it's kind of digging into it. So you're going to suffer one strain as you're like, it's basically getting really serious rope burn um, Ow. on your arm. Well, nothing a little uh, back to camp. <laughs> Dia, um, mm -hmm. I would like you to make a check. Your die pool is going to be um, one green and one yellow versus two purple. Ooh. Two purple? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Hey, success. Hey. Um, so you are able to grab, uh, you know, kind of just uh, strengthen your grip a bit more on Kira. Uh, you don't yet feel or you didn't really feel comfortable enough to try to like move your hands, you know, because of the manacles to try to grab onto the rope itself again for fear that you might just miss and fall by okay. jostling everything around. So you just kind of reach your arm out and you kind of your arm with uh, Kira's arm. So Kira's holding the manacle and your arm is holding Kira. Um, so you feel slightly more secure than you did a moment ago. Okay. Sounds so good, good news for you. Yay. However, the Gamorian guards 
are still firing at you. Uh, of course they are. Well, the Only one Gamorian guard is still firing at you. One of them has a viral blade stuck in his shoulder, and the other one is uh, tracking down Lane. Okay. Uh, so the one guard is going to shoot up at you. And you guys are getting further away, so this is becoming more difficult. And nothing happens. So he just misses uh, a blaster bolt again. Just It actually doesn't even come very close to you guys. It misses you by a good, like, six feet um, and just clatters, make, you know, just buzzes as it clatters off the side of the uh, cavern. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, Lane, you can see uh, the three individuals, uh, Bardwin and the other two, have now gotten within range kind of of the rope and the Gamorians, um, and they're all kind of like running towards you. Okay, so there's four of us now. One in... Uh, one... Yeah. One... Slight... One wounded Gamorian, one that's trained on me, and one that's still trained on Dia. Uh, uh, still trained on Dia. Yes. Okay. Boy, I hope they listen to me. As they're running towards me, I say, if we don't deal with them, we're not getting out of here. Charge those Gamorians. Oh, God. Uh, let's see here. What are the rest of pe the people doing down there? Uh, most of them are kind of cowering or hiding in the corner. Some of them look injured, like they were actually kind of like hit in the brawl. Um, these three are the only ones who seem to have any level of like, All the rest of these people and, need to freaking get off their butt and start charging them. We can, we can, yeah. we can overpower them. There's a lot of us and not a lot of them. Yeah. Someone needs to give a rousing speech. Okay, who took rousing speech as a talent? It's all of us versus um, three of them! We have the numbers! Go get so, them! Okay, I'm gonna let uh, Brian make a leadership check to try to inspire both the three individuals and kind of everyone else to maybe help out. Oh, God. Um, he will be aided by the two of you. Um, so, Brian, you get to make a... Presence. Man, you guys could really use Percival right now. <laughs> um, um, I don't think he would he would persuade anybody. <laughs> um, so you are gonna make a three green die um, roll versus three purple dice. Oh. Hmm. And? <laughs> oh, oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, One that was bad. Three threat. Oops. <laughs> you try to make a rousing speech, you accidentally insult their mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Tom any ideas. Oh, what if no. They're good? Oh, no. It's much worse. Oh. <laughs> Um, so you, all right, so 
Lane, give give us your speech. <laughs> Let's hear a little rousing speech. Let's see if you've uh, attended the Regentilly's four-step speech. <laughs> we have the numbers. We can overcome. We can reclaim our lives. We can get out of here. Just follow my lead. <laughs> Today, okay. we celebrate our Independence Day. <laughs> we will see. Uh, so it looks like at least uh, the three people who are running towards you, Bardwin, uh, the, the woman with the blue skin and uh, the, the sort of darker coppery skin gentleman, um, are they kind of angle themselves towards the Gamorrean who is firing uh, up at um, or firing or kind of looking at Lane and the three of them all kind of like slide into him at the same time and they just kind of knock him forward and the blaster goes flying out of his hands like off to the side. Um, the Nikto uh, kind of gets up and uh, pushes the vibroblade like a little further into the shoulder of that other Gamorrean it causes him to sort of fall completely over. Um, however, the third Gamorrean, seeing the sort of numbers of people swell, reaches into his belt, oh, God. Uh, or reaches like into sort of a pocket that he has, and pulls out um, a sort of short little tube, um, <laughs> and presses a button on it, and flings it into the air. Oh. 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 Um, it goes off. You guys hear this massive bang, uh, except you don't really, but you don't really feel like heat. It's not like a thermal detonator went off. You know what that feels like. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Um, instead it feels like this like wave of energy has just like smacked into all of you. Um, and there's kind of also a flash of light. <laughs> okay. So I need all of you to make... Did we just blow uh, ourselves up again? Probably. Uh, so Brian, uh, Lane, you... Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Uh, you are going to take five wounds for oh. being very close to it when it goes off. Oh. <laughs> um, which is pretty rough. That so you're going to take five wounds. How? I, I, I'm, I'm down to uh, seven now. Oh. Um, you are also... Actually, excuse me. Instead of wound, you actually take uh, strain. So you take five strain. Okay. Because this is a stun grenade. Um, you are also uh, disoriented. <laughs> uh, you kind of hear a buzzing in your ears. Your vision is kind of spotty. You're having trouble focusing on anything, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Ladies, you are both disoriented, and again, I need you to actually make immediate checks to stay on the rope. Um, 
you both are going to make the same check here. You're going to make a two green, one yellow check that is opposed by one purple die and one black die. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Don't roll those just yet. Let me, I will be back in 20 seconds. Okay. So that didn't Eight, go well. 17. <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to know is what Tom's plan for us to get out of here is <laughs> and how how far we've come from that. Uh, how much we've effed up. It's a game. It's never fun unless you're totally somewhere different. Oh no, I know. I just I I I find I think it's going to be fun to see if we can blow ourselves up every episode. Sure, why not? <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys can make those checks whenever you're ready. All right. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Good rolls all around. So triumph. Nancy gets several successes, an advantage, and a triumph. Nice. And Rocky gets a success and four advantages. Wow. Nice. That's best that was luck. really good. Let's see yes. if it actually helps us. <laughs> Okay. So, Nancy, you are going to get a choice. Um, you can either use your triumph to upgrade the difficulty of a next a check that somebody has to make, including like an enemy, or you can kind of do the opposite and upgrade the dice of one of your allies for a check. Uh, the next check that I make. Um, you just let me know which one you want to do when you want to do it. Okay. I'll help. Or do I decide now or just whenever? No, you can. You can. Okay. That's uh, just something to keep in your okay. back pocket. All right. Yeah. Uh, and Rocky, your multiple advantages are going to allow you to basically, you don't have to make any more checks to stay on the rope. You've secured yes. yourself to the rope enough that you will, unless something ridiculously catastrophic happens, <laughs> you will be able to hold on to the rope to get up to the top. And you guys are only about ten feet from the top. You're pretty. You're getting. You're pretty close now. Cool. Uh, which Let's also get out of this hole quickly. Yeah. If you were to fall at this point, it would be bad. <laughs> well, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm All down right. here. Like, what year is it? <laughs> yes. Uh, and you look around and you see that everyone else who's on the ground, including the Gamorians. Everyone kind of just looks listless. Um, the three individuals who had been running towards you um, are all sort of on their knees, kind of crawling around, like still trying to make their way forward. But everybody is just kind of completely out of it. Uh, and you, you can't concentrate on anything for more than a couple seconds before you either see splotches or like you hear ringing or, you know, just all kinds of badness i would guess me grabbing uh, so you have you have bad, limited so. mobility and you also have limited actions you can take for the near, near future okay but you are still holding on to the rope the last rope that's anchored to the ground Ooh, tom you may want to hop out and hop yeah. back in you've got a robot -y. no mm. all right you're right back robot tom <laughs> okay so I am screwed. 
Okay, so I can't focus on anything for more than a couple of seconds. I can barely walk a straight line. Um, should we help him? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Can we, though? Is Robot Tom gone? Yes, yes. that's better. Mm-hmm. Good, he's gone. Um, so, yes, like I said, you have limited mobility. Um you are still holding on to the one rope that is not, that is anchored, you know, that is on the ground. Um, yeah. Okay. <sighs> oh, what can I do in this state? Um, Can we can we help him? Well, I, I shake my head a few times. I, I just can't. Uh, I can't for the life of me uh, get reoriented. Um, oh. Uh, um, uh, let's just leave them there. I, I feel like disoriented me would yeah still do would do something exceptionally stupid right now okay i crawl over i crawl over to one of those incapacitated gamorians and i've only got one thought in my head that comes every now and then and it's still just grab the blaster <laughs> so i crawl over and try to find a blaster Okay. Uh, so you are able to crawl over to one of them, and it's the one who had the vibro knife in his shoulder. He looks to have really taken the worst of the blast, combined with his previous wound, and his blaster is kind of lying next to him. He is not really moving. Um, and you are actually able to get your hands on it. Excellent. I'm so happy to be in position. But you have left the rope behind, at least for the moment. Yes. Okay, uh, it, it, uh, is the strain too much for me to do anything else, or is that essentially the turn? Yeah, that for the moment, because okay. of your disorientation, you have both limited options for what you can do on each turn, and you also don't get the ability to both sort of move and act. Okay. So that's going to be everything. Just grabbing the blaster is going to be your the, I, the whole of your turn. I am going to take that as the moral victory it should be. So, yes, I have a blaster now. I don't know what to do with it yet, but I have one. Yes, you do. Well, that's uh, going to come in handy. Yeah. As you, uh, ladies, uh, the two of you reach near the top, again, now only probably about four or five feet from the top, you can hear commotion, like mm -hmm. somewhat. You can hear commotion above you. It sounds like there are quite a few voices uh, and people above you, including uh, hearing a very deep sort of like, ho, ho, ho. oh no, uh, very no. deep gravelly voice um, that you can't really make out, but the 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 timber of it is much deeper than anything else up there. Uh, I like that it kind of stands out. <laughs> 
Uh, just FYI. <laughs> all right. Well, oh. I fully expect that I'm going to get off the rope and there will be all sorts of commotion. So I'm kind of mentally psyching myself up for a fight. Yeah. And I yell down to Lane, get a rope and get back up here. All right. That sounds like a good idea. So there, there's not a whole lot you two can do until you're actually dragged up. Yeah. Unless we drop down to help you, but... That's a long drop at this point. Yeah, I think that would be a problem. Yeah. I mean, we got out of the pit. I'm not jumping back in the pit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so what what state are Trey's companions in right now? Um, they, similar to you, are like uh, shaking it off, trying to kind of compose themselves and move towards that last rope. Um, but they're kind of, you know, they're in a similar boat you are. They were just as close to the grenade when it went off as you were. Um, uh, the Gamorian, the two Gamorians also look like they are kind of recovering. Um, but again, at an equal rate, one of them definitely does not have his blaster. Uh, the other still does. Okay. Um, I'm worried. Even through the haze, I'm worried about that Gamorian that's still armed. Oh, I hope I don't hit someone I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at that Gamorian. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, this is a kill shot. What did he ever do to you? That's mean. What's mean? Shooting people with blaster pistols? Yes. yes I, I agree. Completely <laughs> agree. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> so you are going to make uh, your dice pool is going to be two green, one yellow uh, against a black die and a purple die. Okay, two green, one yellow, one purple, one black. And here goes. Uh, failure and two advantage. <laughs> uh, so me... you are. Um, wait, you Nancy, missed... do you want. Oh. oh, it's probably too late for that, yeah. Nancy, to use that uh, triumph. Probably, yeah, I forgot. Yes, about it is that. too ah. late for that. Um, Sorry. Yep. However, you have a couple options um, because of the advantage. So you miss. You just, you just miss. Um, you can perform a maneuver for free right now, so you'll get a little extra movement action that you could do. Um, or um, you can actually force the... You know what? Actually, I'm going to pick this one for you. I think that this is pretty good. Um, you miss, but um, the miss actually causes the Gamorrean to kind of like uh, move really quickly to try to avoid the blast, but it's disoriented and it actually drops its blaster. Okay, so they're all disarmed now. Um, I'm hoping that 
Trey's associates are aware enough to hear me shout, grab their blasters. Uh, they seem to be as they kind of scatter and scramble like on their hands and knees as best they can over to um, the two blasters. And the um, the blue-skinned uh, woman uh, gets her hands on one of them and uh, Bardwin gets his hand on the other and he immediately hands it off to um, the other gentleman um, as soon as he picks it up. Okay, I think that went pretty well. Yes. (laughs) And uh, as uh, Dia and Kira, as you see that, both of you realize that you have now reached the top of the um, cavern and hands from sort of all sides reach over and grab you, uh, Kira, and grab the rope and drag the both of you up into um, the upper uh, room. Lane, you can no longer see them. All oh, right. Split well, the party. We Nothing the bad ever happens when you split the party. Yeah. Nothing. Yep. New. No. Um, the Gamorians both seem not completely incapacitated, but relatively so. Lame. So unless you decide you want to take a different action, um, I assume you're grabbing the rope and trying to get out of there. I am grabbing that rope. I tuck the blaster into my into the. Uh, into the waist of my pants, and I just grab the rope and yank on it. Okay. So you grab the rope. Um, Trey's associates also grab the rope, and all of you start to rise out of the uh, the pit. Um, nobody tries to shoot at you because nobody really can. Uh, the Gamorians kind of come to and get to their feet and make a last grasp at trying to grab you, but the rope is now just out of their reach. And so for the moment, they're stuck down there. Um, and actually, the two of them kind of look around. Uh, one of them goes to check on one of the Twi'leks, who definitely looks like he's dead, who has been shot with a blaster. Um, the other one looks like he's just completely unconscious. And the two Gamorians are kind of just like snorting and, and roaring and making a lot of noise as they don't really have anything to do and they can't get out of the, the pit and they're watching you guys just kind of slowly escape. Um, there still are a couple other people down there that you've left behind, but they're sort of either incapacitated or cowering in the corner. So up we so, go. Yeah. Up you go, and you guys breach the top of the cavern, and again, hands from everywhere kind of drag you over the top, and this is what you see. <laughs> and uh, Dia and Kira, you kind of saw this a, a moment or two ago. You were immediately kind of restrained and immobilized when you got up there, but for the benefit of all, this is what you see. Um, you are standing or kneeling or just kind of in um, a rather large uh, circular room. There is a large um, metal dais, a metal and stone dais that is separate from the sort of carved stone of the cavern itself. Uh, in one far end, it's raised about seven feet off the ground. Um, or above the sort of regular floor. It, uh, upon this large dais sits um, a hut of some kind um, uh, or of some personage. Uh, he is flanked on either side by uh, a variety of individuals some, from several different species. There are a couple of humans uh, with him. There are, um, there are, there's one Solistin. 
there are two uh, individuals wearing uh, kind of hoods that are drawn over their faces, so you can't really make out who or what they are. Um, and there is a female Twi'lek. She is not dressed as a dancer or a slave girl or anything like that. She's sort of just dressed normally, um, who is standing uh, closest actually to the hut, sort of like right next to him. Um, and then there are a variety of Gamorians and um, a couple of knots and other kind of just various species who seem to be either guards or other members of an employee who are scattered about the room all watching. Um, Malakili and Trey are nowhere to be seen. They're hmm. not in the room. Um, it's just uh, Dia, Kira, and Lane, and then the other three uh, individuals who came up with Lane. And you guys are all kind of either kneeling or standing with arms from various guards, like holding you. You're all standing in front of um, the dais and the the assemblage. And the uh, the hut laughs again, the very sort of deep, you know, slight warbly laugh that uh, huts are known for, and says something in Hatis, which none of you speak, so none of you understand. And the uh, the Twi'lek standing next to him takes a step forward and says, um, the mighty Zyrtok... Um, congratulates you on your uh, spectacular escape um, from the Rancor pits. He what? Congratulates us on our escape? Really? Is this like a She just kind of shrugs something? and looks she shrugs and looks back at Zertok um, who says something else and then she says um, Zertok would like to know the identities and affiliations of uh of both of you, of both your groups. Um, I and just, then she kind of falls quiet and waits. I just look over to Dia. I'm not opening my mouth this time. I'm not answering. I don't say anything. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't say anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, the hut kind of waits. Um, uh, and looks at you, looks at the other group. They kind of look to each other as well. They kind of all give each other passing looks. In fact, they also kind of steal glances over at the three of you, seeing what you guys are going to do. Um, and then the hut kind of, uh, you know, waves his fists like in the air and says something that, not sure what it is, it sounds agitated, even though most everything a hut says sounds agitated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Twi'lek kind of looks at him twice and then just says, uh, you know, if you would if you would just share your identities and affiliations, um, this will be easy for this will be easier for you. My my Lord Zertok is is can be can be quite merciful. Uh, I'm going to scan it my character sheet just real quick. I. I don't know who Zertok is. <laughs> Me neither, and I don't really think I want to tell people who I am yeah. randomly. Yeah, and like, how does how did he get here? Like, this was Java's palace, so why is he there? Are you saying this out loud? Are you actually asking these questions, or no. is this just like your I'm character just, ruminating? I'm thinking. I'm, I'm yeah. This is I'm ruminating. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I look at Zertok and say, you know oh what? <laughs> We're just your kind of scum. Ah! God, you're so terrible. Zertok <laughs> uh, gives a sort of minor laugh um, and then and says something and that to it, uh, translates um, and says, then perhaps you would uh, like to enter his employ. Um, but to do that, you know, this is, and she kind of spreads her arms a little bit. This is a very open and trusting uh, organization. So we, you know, we would need to know who you are exactly and who you've previously been working for. Um, what kind uh, of. Before any of you can react to that, um, the, the gentleman uh, who is standing along with Bardwin and the woman with the, the blue, blue skin just kind of screams out and asks where Trey is and yells that, you know, Karthak, you know, has a right to their property and screams out that there will be consequences if uh, they're not released immediately. And I quickly but say we're he not. He doesn't identify them. himself <laughs> and he doesn't identify the other two. Yeah, we're like, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take one step away. Um, I ask Zertok what sort of organization they have. Brian just made a face at me. <laughs> um, the Zertok, again, speaks... Uh, the Twi'lek translates. Um, uh, the Twi'lek says, oh, "Well, uh, of course, the the you know the the most noble and honorable and powerful family of the Huts, the you know sort of premier you know business and entrepreneurial organization in the Outer Rim, nay, the entire galaxy." Um, <laughs> And actually, you you see that 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 statement sort of draws a couple of draws chuckles and laughs from uh, a couple of the other people standing there, particularly from the Solistin. And you can even see the two individuals with the hoods pulled over their heads kind of look up at Zertok at that statement. But, you know, there's not not a whole lot of activity. Okay. I'm still just standing there being I quiet. What they're doing on what they're doing in Java's Palace? How did they get to Java's Palace? Uh, Zertok, upon hearing Java's name, sort of blurts out something very angrily and very quickly and forcefully, and the Twi'lek um, just says, "Java, you know, Java was a fool. Java's dead. This is this is no more his palace um, as it is um, that fool who killed him." Uh, oh, so okay. he doesn't really <laughs> offer a, a broader explanation than that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, we're definitely not telling him who we work with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the my salt. Oh, go ahead. My, my deceptions decent uh-huh. I could try to lie well we're definitely not gonna tell him the truth nope not after that oh 
I rack my brain. What are one, what are some of the other groups I remember being there? Um, hmm. Oh crap! <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap is about as far as my brain has gone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is there anything I can roll to try and recall what other groups we remember from the cantina? Sure. Why don't you just do, uh, uh, why don't you do lore? Okay. Lore. Hang on. So, uh, two green dice, two purple dice. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> well, well then, I mean, you're right. really just making a, uh, a a lore roll. So you, you don't remember any actual groups. Any uh, like You don't actually remember the name of any other real groups. Uh, I, 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 I look up the, at the hut and I say, I, 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 I apologize. We're being quiet right now. We're all still just a little rattled from that stun grenade. And I look over at Dia. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, uh, can I ask this out of universe? Which one of you two has the highest lore? Uh, hmm. I have Let me see. I have two two lore. Uh you all have the same lore ability. Okay. Okay. Which is to say very little. Yeah. Uh, do any of us have like some kind of good charm or bullshit skills? Uh, I have. Let's see. I get two charm. I have two charm. Two I have deception. three charm and a check mark. Hmm. You have probably more. You have more. You, uh, Kira, have the best skills at charming, coercion, deception. You have the, the better of the skills. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Okay, so coercion. I I, Ooh, I, I, I Ooh, can I try something? <laughs> yes. Yes, you may. Okay, <laughs> so so I'm gonna use my deception skill for this, and I'm gonna say seriously, you wouldn't know the people that we hang out with. We're from like the other side of the galaxy. It's so so remote, so far away. I know you guys are well-traveled and you know about everyone and so on, but seriously, it's so far kind of out of, out of the way that almost no one has ever heard of it. Really, the name wouldn't mean anything to you. I'm sorry. And I add, the name wouldn't mean anything to you because we're just uh, not important enough to be on your radar yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're really small, small time. Independent contractors. So yes. Okay. Um, so your die pool is going to be three green dice. Mm -hmm. uh, you are also. Let's see. And you are trying to deceive a hut. Mm-hmm. Which means that it should probably be two purple dice, 
a red dot and a red die. But Nancy, because of your uh, ability, your... we're gonna make it one purple die oh, and can one I, red can die. Can I do the? Can right. I help her? Your uh, your triumph. Yeah. Can I help her with my triumph? Yes. So, um, Rocky, upgrade one of your dice from green to yellow. So two green, one yellow, versus mm-hmm. one purple and one red. All right. That's let's see if my favorable. let's see if my creative bullshit actually helps. Uh, um, uh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> two success and two threat. I don't even know how to interpret that. <laughs> he believes okay. us, but he threatens uh, us. So spin your yarn about being affiliated with some group that's not really... Um, that's not part of, you know, that's from across the galaxy and, you know, not, not someone on the Hutt's radar. Um, and uh, Zertok just laughs that deep, unsettling <laughs> uh, laugh um, and says something as if he's talking kind of to the room and actually elicits a laugh from nearly everyone else in the room and the Twi'lek doesn't translate it for you. So you have no idea what he said. Oh, well, um, I think he just said I'm probably full of bantha poodoo, so... Uh, but then he says something sort of more pointed to you. Um, he says something more pointed to you and then actually points to... Uh, the two hooded figures who are standing Uh-oh. there uh, says something to you while pointing at the two hooded figures as if he's referencing them. And the Twi'lek says um, that, uh, you know, Zertok, while it seems a little unlikely that he wouldn't know of your organization or that if he doesn't, that your organization is anything to be worried about or to, to pay any attention to, um, that Zertok is well-schooled in um, forming relations with uh, new and upcoming and far-flung organizations um, and that, you know, it's uh, um, there's great benefits to establishing relations uh, with the Hutt clan um, as some of his newfound associates would be happy to attest to. Hmm. Um, at this, or sort of during, as you guys are having this exchange, the Sullustin, who is standing there, um, suddenly just sort of bursts out saying something in his, his sort of native uh, tongue. Um, he seems really agitated. Um, he seems kind of in, you know, like in a hurry. It seems like, you know, this is wasting his time and he, he's got something more important to be doing. Um, and he turns to Zertok and he points at the hooded figures and they points at Zertok and he's, you know, he's being very bombastic and very, very sort of agitated. Is it too late um, to kick him back in, down into the pit? And Zertok, uh, um, says something, and the Twi'lek uh, translates it um, and says, um, uh, actually, i got to look up what the Twi'lek says. Hold on one second. 
no, never mind. I got it. Uh, so the Twi'lek says, um, yes, yes, uh, we understand. Uh, the auction will continue as promised. Um, but no, uh, you know, Zertok has not yet decided if these individuals will be included in the bounty. Bounty. Uh, what bounty? What bounty? And the Solaston kind of doesn't seem happy with that response and is pointing now at you and pointing, just pointing at fingers kind of everywhere, just sort of very annoyed. Um, and Zertok thinks for a second, responds, and the, the Twi'lek translation um, is, uh, we understand uh, my Terranor's uh, dedication to the auction. We understand the level of resources that you're willing to commit to the auction. However, you haven't won anything yet. Um, and even if you do win, uh, Zertok has not yet decided if uh, there will be additional compensation given the delay and given the disruption at the original meeting. Um, and the Celestin kind of looks like he's going to continue to protest, but uh, he sort of gives it up. Um, it doesn't really, he kind of can see that he's not going to get a better answer out of Zertok. And it's probably not in his best interest to push it. Uh, well, right now my bullshit isn't really doing too much, so I think I'm just going to shut up and see if the other two have any ideas. So, um... I, 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 I look back at the hut, and I, and I, I say, I would... I would love to continue this conversation, but we need medical attention badly. If Are you, you would... lying about that? Well, we do have some pretty bad strain, <laughs> and we're all, um... I had a blaster bowl. I had a blaster wound in my freaking shoulder. My, com my, my companion here has a blaster wound. We would, we would love to discuss and these... And she needs to get unhooked from her... Manacles. Yes, we 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 wish to continue. We wish to continue this conversation and discuss the details further. But right now, I feel it is imperative for my companions to receive medical attention. So um, one of the two hooded figures before Zertok can say anything, kind of steps forward in front, in between you and Zertok, and turns to address Zertok and the Twi'lek. Um, and you can't totally hear what they're saying. They're speaking very softly, kind of pretty low. Um, you, you can detect a kind of like a hiss, a kind of like hissing to the to the to the verbiage, to the language. It's not like reptilian, but there's definitely like an elongation of the S's and kind of a not a lisp, but there's an effect there. There's an affect. Uh, whatever language this creature is speaking is probably not its native tongue because it's sort of struggling with the verbiage. Um, and uh, it seems to actually be talking more to the Twi'lek than to Zertok. And the Twi'lek kind of looks at the hooded figure and has this uh, perplexed look on her face. She seems either confused or, or a little worried to actually translate it. Um, but the hooded figure nods a couple times. Again, the back of the hooded figure is to you, so you can't really see the figure at all. Um, and the Twi'lek 
translates into Hatis to Zertok. Um, Zertok uh, sits there and ponders for a second uh, and actually nods and then says something. And uh, the Twi'lek says, um, the prisoners will be uh, removed to the outer cells and we will uh, we will coordinate um, the prison move to the outer cells, and we will coordinate the games uh, to see whether or not any of these are worthy to uh, to either join our illustrious organization or perhaps be given as further prize to the winners of our uh, our great auction. Out of universe note here, I'd like to point out that the Merc team has been at a day spa. <laughs> yeah. A day spa where they are cornered by a group of Falleen. They're still having a better go than we are. Uh, yes, Listen, they didn't try to blow up the first cantina. <laughs> they haven't been in one. <laughs> because they went to a they day just spa. Got, you know, they they're just, just they name dropping they went Sunny Windwalker all over the damn galaxy and and I know. wearing Mandalorian helmets and doing all sorts of other crazy things. So I say to the hut, you know, I basically say, listen, we we're not going to be very inclined to <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this anymore. Maybe I want to shut up. Um, I want to not well, be a prisoner. I don't want to go back in another cell. Well, you you know might have your chance, but while you are sort of kind of uh, fumbling, like trying to find the words, uh, the the gentleman with the sort of coppery skin just laughs and yells at it, Zertok, like, "Bring us whatever challenges you have, Zertok." Like, you know, a pilot of Parmath has nothing to fear. We'll win your challenges. Oh, we'll escape. <laughs> And we'll have our revenge. Oh, um, yeah. The, two, oh, the no, two people he's man. with, uh, Bardwin just looks at him like aghast. And the woman next to him just goes, Silas, shut up. And she smacks him like on the back of the head. Um, man, I thought we were dysfunctional. Pilot of Parma, huh? <laughs> they have any port in a storm we can drink. <sighs> I look at the Twi'lek and I ask, tell me about these games. Um, did, did we just get chucked into the Star Wars Hunger Games? <laughs> <laughs> or Gladiator? Um, no, uh, no, no. Out of universe, um, I blame Saf. Yes. So, uh, the Twi'lek uh, just informs you that from time to time, the huts often host a series of competitions in on Tatooine. Um, they are usually a sort of event for gambling and for deal making and all of that. They're usually kind of like a front for business activity. But she explains that from time to time, these games are held as a test for uh, new recruits to the organization um, and as a sort of test of honor and loyalty. And that only the most sort of ardent, uh, strong and uh, skilled and capable uh, people are able to survive and thus join the organization. 
uh, and that it looks like you're going to be put through a similar set of rigors to uh, see whether or not you will be either asked to join or perhaps even be made as part of the reward for whichever group option. What if we don't like either so, of these options? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. She there's... just looks at you and says, "You, you have no choice in the matter. It, you, your, your affections or lack thereof for the situation are, are not important." So I'm. Um, gonna... And she seems confused that you would think that, like, you, <laughs> that your feelings about the matter have any bearing on what's going to happen. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay the. <sighs> Charm and or co- coercion here. No, God. Oh, boy. I look to Zartok and I say, we're going to eh, we're going to deliver on these games and we're going to make sure you and your associates are entertained. What do you... Now, all to? I ask <laughs> is that we... And I assure you, if you give us the medical care we need... And you let us just roam about your palace without shoving us in another cell. We will deliver the finest entertainment in these games you have ever seen. Alright, that's definitely coercion. So, let's see. You are going to roll three green dice against... Three purple dice and a black die. <laughs> oh, that was great. Three threats. Oh, and an, and I'm executed on the spot. <laughs> and Zertok, uh, Zertok again just laughs at you and says something and says. You and the translation is you've made the mistake of believing that you are now guests here. You are no such thing. You are merely property to be won or discarded. Well, Take is... them away. Thanks. Good Lane. job. <laughs> and a whole bunch of the guards kind of can, you know, collapse onto you guys and the other three and they drag you away. Uh, and they do not bring you back down to the pits. Instead, they, put you in what actually looks to just be like a room. Um, it's a normal room. It actually has like some small furniture in it. It almost looks like you would construe it as a guest room or as like a, a sort of small living quarter. Um, but there's not really amenities in it. There's only one door. And as you're all sort of the three of you or the six of you are sort of ceremon- unceremoniously tossed in there, uh, the door is barricaded behind you. Um, and so you're all just sort of stuck in there. So just for my edification, they didn't search me again, did they? Um, no, they didn't. However, you do not have that blast. Oh, we're, come on. You were disarmed on your way, like when you got up there. However, um, Dia, you are no longer manacled. Okay, good. As they were shoving you into the room, one of them took the manacles off you. Okay. Um, as soon as you get in there, um, the the individual who you've heard called the Nikto Bardwin comes over to you, Dia, and he actually like rips one of his uh, wraps that's on his sleeve. He actually rips it off, 
and begins to he offers to like dress your wound a little bit and try to oh, kind of help dress it. Oh, thanks, dude. Okay, I I I just like to point out to you two that you weren't shot to pieces because of me, so don't be too angry. I'll be angry all I want, dude. I think this is reason to be angry. We were never going to get out of these games. Well, maybe if they believed you or you'd said something more intelligent, we might have gotten out of these games. Yeah, well, your lying didn't exactly get us that far, now did it? Well, at least it didn't get us thrown in prison. We were getting thrown in a cell regardless. Uh, hey, at least I stood a better chance of a plausible lie. <laughs> okay. What do we do now? Uh, the other two the other two prisoners who've been thrown in there with you guys and Bardwin are just kind of sitting in the corner and they don't they're not really talking to each other and they're not talking to you. They're just kind of sitting there. It looks like they're just sitting there and waiting. They seem pretty chill. So they're not wasting all their time arguing with each other. Doesn't look like it. <sighs> Any of us speak Sulliston? I don't think uh, so. There's no Sulliston here. Uh, the Nikto, sorry. Uh, the Nikto speaks basic. Okay. Because he he offered Dia to he offered to, he said it in basic. Gotcha. Uh, one of one of them seemed to know a lot more of what was going on than we did. I'd like some uh, answers. Um. What do you mean? Which one? Uh, the one who was pointing and shouting at the hooded figures and uh, Zertok. The Parmath guy? Oh, that would be the, the coppery-skinned uh, gentleman. Mm. Uh, Silas. That would be Silas. Okay, and he got thrown in here with us? Yep. He, the, the woman with the blue skin and... Uh, Bardwin are all in the same room with you. Uh, the woman and Silas are the two that are kind of sitting over in the corner and don't, you know, haven't really uh, interacted with you guys or uh, each other since they were put in the room. Hmm. Who wants to go well, talk maybe, to them? Maybe it's better that they're not getting involved in this conversation. Yeah. I feel like we need to talk to them. Yeah. Despite the fact that we're busy bickering, I still think we should talk to them. Yeah. Well, lead the way, Captain. Oh, fine. So I'm going to go up to them and just say, hi. How do you guys think we should get out of here? Uh, Silas looks up to you and just says, there's nothing to it. No getting out of here. Just got to wait till the games and wait for the opportunity. And, uh, the woman kind of looks over at him and then looks at you and goes, much as I hate to admit it, Silas is right. Nothing All right, do, then. But wait. How do we get out of here during the games? 
she kind of shrugs at you um, and says, there's, you know, there's always a moment of opportunity. When that comes, we'll find Trey and we'll get out of here and we'll get our people back. Okay. What can you tell us about the games? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, Brian? What can you tell us about the games? What oh, are I they? I don't, I don't really know what they're, what they are. This is again, this is the, the woman talking. Uh, she says, I, I don't know what they are, but sounds like some sort of trial or some sort of competition and whatever it is, we, and she actually points to Bardwin and then Silas and herself. She says, we are going to have to win it. You two are going to win it. We three are going to win it. Yeah. What did you think? Did you think we were on the same team here? Uh, well, given that you're like... not dead right now, we're in a rancor pit. I think you owe us a little. Yeah, we were the ones who got you guys out of there. Yeah, that doesn't matter. And you you don't seem to understand. They put all... us all in here because we're all on the same team. We're all in the same competition, uh, and we're all in the same cell right now. So it seems like we're all on the same playing field right now aren't we no well, they just expect matter. us it doesn't really matter if we're not all on the same team when the games start but before then we could all work together a little I mean they want us to fight each other but we don't have to give them what they want yep uh, Bardwin uh, kind of looks up uh, he's kind of finished dressing Dia's wound, and he's uh, just kind of sitting over in the corner. He's readjusting the remaining wraps that he has on his arm, and just kind of fa you know refastening them down. And he looks up and he says, "The three of you were were at the auction. You were trying to purchase from the huts, were you not?" Yes, we may have been. What were you doing there? What do you want with? what the huts stole from us. I would imagine we want the same thing you want. Uh, Silas kind of laughs and goes, <laughs> I doubt that. So enlighten me, Silas. What do you want? <laughs> Why do you want it back so desperately other than some stubborn pride? Well, Preetha just said it. We got to get out of here. We got to get Trey and then we got to get our people back. What people? what people? And wh yeah. where are they? Uh, people. Uh, speeder bike tech, the auction, the whole reason you're here. Yeah, and what? The tech isn't tech. It's not a machine. The tech is our people. Our, and Preetha kind of is trying to shut him up, but he's kind of too much on a roll. Um, <laughs> the tech is our people. They're car. They're Carthax scientists and engineers. Uh, oh, an engine's just an engine without somebody to run it, develop it, test it. And he kind of like gives a little like happy shrug when he says text, te you know, test it. Um, they're not auctioning off some engine block somewhere or some part of a you know newfangled speeder bike or starfighter. They're auctioning off the people who are developing that technology. 
Oh. You guys are essentially at a slave auction. Did you even know that? No. We were just told we were here for to We were told tech. we were here for like some technology. And Not Pritha I don't, kind of I think acidically the... calls you know, she says, I bet you always do what you're told. <laughs> you would be surprised. You would be surprised. I don't know. The rules are kind of more like suggestions. It's not exactly. I get in our... really angry at her for saying that. It's not exactly in our nature to follow the laws of an unjust government and unjust people. I glare at Lane a little. <laughs> and we say, you know, you probably wouldn't have mind us winning, minded us winning the auction. I don't think the people who wanted us to do this knew what was going on. It's a shame you interrupted us. Be. Oh, I don't know. You want information from us? Maybe we should uh, do a little quid pro quo here. What are you talking about? We literally just told you everything about why you're here. You know who we work for already. You. That's about the sum of all the information we have that you don't. You help us. Get out of this, and I assure you, we have the resources to get your people. Uh, Silas chimes in, and he goes, yeah, same kind of promise you made to that bloke down in the rank corpit. Oh, oh. oh I see, Brian. Oh, poor Don't make promises you can't keep, mate. Who says we haven't? Who says we forgot about that? Who says we've forgotten about that? We're not done Why yet. Why do you think we're trying to? Uh, you have to say it the right way. <laughs> Brian. We're not done yet. <laughs> uh, I promise you, we're with the only organization that has the strength and the willpower to help you. Uh, Pritha and Silas um, kind of exchange a look. Um, Silas just shrugs. Pritha rolls her eyes a little bit. And Bardwin says, you know, the, uh, Trey is always talking about the need for trust between people and that trust is the only way that any of us accomplish anything together. So we've trusted you with information about us, but you don't seem to want to return that trust. Uh, we tell might be able to actually, you know, achieve our goals together if you'd be willing to share some of who you are with us. I look at my um, and he has a very he has a very even tone to his voice. Well, um, it's very simple. It's very even. Um, his voice. He's not raising it in any way. There's actually very little. Um, there's very little affectation to any of his wording. It's mm -hmm. you know. Well. So I say, I'm like, well, what is the Karthak group? Uh, what's your what's your affiliation with the galaxy right now? No, uh, we just try to make our. This is still Bardwin. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we just try to make our way. We try to trade and do the best we can. We and who do you trade? Stay with? away from the darker uh, corners. 
of the galaxy, which sadly are more and more frequent these days. Um, but we get by where we can, and uh, that's all that that's all that we try to do. Wow. So then I, you have no love for the Empire, then, huh? He shrugs a little bit and says, you know, the Empire is the galaxy, so you might as well say I have no love for the galaxy. Um, what, even out here in the middle of nowhere or in even more remote places where the Empire doesn't really have a lot of power? You know those places exist. They do exist, but they are, you know, becoming fewer and fewer with with passing uh, cycle. Well, uh, there are people who are trying to uh, put an end to that. And maybe you should be working with them. Uh, from the corner, you hear Silas go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you're with the Criffing Alliance, aren't you? Oh, gosh. Oh, I just facepalm. That's just the way it is, isn't it? Oh, I Lord, just, this so is, tell me, this is hopeless. Tell me, Silas. Yeah, I just facepalm. Do you think the Empire is going to help you? The Empire? The Empire who, slaves, who enslaves Wookiees? The Empire. Yeah, the Empire who pretty much believes in slavery, especially if you're not human. The Empire who made weapons out of all this technology and are going to do the same exact thing for your people and work them to death. And what it was, what's the rebellion going to do with this technology? You not make weapons with it? Not to fight the Empire with? Like, it's, you know, six of one. Yada well, yada, whatever the other thing. Yeah, is. they might make weapons, but they're not gonna treat your people like property, and they're not gonna make them slaves. They're not gonna randomly destroy your cities because they were bored. <laughs> and most importantly, we're not gonna make you work for us. This is a choice. You, uh, I can, guar the, I can you guarantee that the people who put us up to this mission don't know. The truth about what's going on. You help us and get us out of this. I we will do everything in our power to save your people. After that, if you want to help our cause, you can. If you just want to go along your way, you can. Uh, Pretha um, kind of chimes in and and looks at Silas and beckons Bardwin to come like over and sit with them, and she just goes. Stop talking to them. There's there's no time for this. And actually, just as she says that, there is a knock on the door, and the door kind of creaks open. And uh, the Twi'lek woman takes a couple steps into the room. You can see that behind her, she's got like three more Gamorrean guards with her, and it looks like a couple other guards. So um, she has a parcel in her hand. Um, and places it on the ground in front of her and just says, um, here you'll find information about the, uh, the, the, the games, which will begin, um, tomorrow, um, rest as best you can. 
you will be fed, you will be treated for. Uh, Zyrtok would like you in the most fit shape possible when the games begin. Uh, he does enjoy his entertainment. Um, she also then points at Kira and just says, um, uh, she sort of, she points at Kira and says, you should know that the bounty on your head has been claimed by someone here and that should you fail to uh, win out in the games that you will uh, be handed over to them immediately. Oh, crap! And she turns and uh, goes to leave and she kind of stops for a second and says, get as much rest as you can. It might be the last that you have for a very long time. And the door slams shut behind her. What bounty? And I look at her and say, bounty? I just look and totally confused. What bounty? What's Silas gets about? up, runs over to the parcel, and picks it up and rips it open. And it there's what looks to be a uh, um, looks to be like a map or two, and just like a sheet of paper, uh, like flimsoplastic. And he reads it down, and he stops. He starts laughing, and he's like excited almost. And he hands the paper to Pritha and just looks at you guys and says, you guys are going to lose. Do you have no idea? Um, and Pritha <laughs> looks at the paper and just smiles. And she looks up at you and she just says, swoop bike race. Oh. And that, my friends, is where we're going to have to leave oh. this episode. Uh, two hours gone already? Uh. Holy cow. Oh, that was great. That was, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was oh, fun. Great, I mean a total brilliant disaster. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm sorry, I forgot one little thing. He doesn't just say, she doesn't just say swoop bike race. She says swoop bike race through Beggar's Canyon. Oh! He oh, no. <laughs> just like Beggar's fun. Canyon back home. Oh. Okay, that's a great place to leave. Ah, oh, that but was wait, fun. Wait, I'm a pilot. <laughs> exactly, we have pilots. Ah, uh, okay. We know which control of a ship to not push. <laughs> you, you're a starfighter pilot. You yeah. should be okay with that. Yeah, there we go. All right. See, you won't get an X-wing. <laughs> Still don't get an X-wing. All right, Tom. That was one heck of a game today. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so what well, we don't have quite on the calendar yet when we're going to meet back with the Merc team, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get this up uh, as soon as we can. Uh, remember, if you are listening to this now, we do uh, live stream these episodes uh, every recording on Google Hangouts. So if you join us live, you can ask questions and uh, we'll see them. We can answer them as we're going through. Um, uh, you the pre questions? Uh, we didn't this time because I advertised it late. No, oh, no problem. Mm -hmm. um, I to just make sure we didn't miss anything. Yeah, di didn't miss any this time. Uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, listening into another episode. We'll see you back again in a couple of weeks with the Merc team. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye. Good night. Thank you.
This podcast is still not canon. For more information about the campaign and Star Wars tabletop RPGs, visit Tashi-Station.net.